0: Dear one, I have an invitation for you. The invitation is to begin a journey with yourself from this moment forward, if you choose. As a new beginning, we begin again as often as we choose. Everything in nature is cyclical and yet human beings who are also moving in cycles of time and space and age and moon often neglect to recognize when it's time for a new cycle. So even if today isn't that day for you, today is the day when someone along your red thread just invites you to remember that every new beginning is your choice we don't have to just go on and on with the way things are we don't have to just go on and on with the default settings and patterns and ingrained traumas and relationships that hurt us in the way that they do we don't have to just go on and on with our business and our money in the way that it is there's one thing one central framework which allows you to shift your relationship to how you experience what is and that framework is the faculty of imagination imagination An imagination is connected with the word image. We are currently in an era where image has been being created by power structures to, in essence, coerce us into ideas about ourselves and our lives that isn't necessarily originating from a village it's originating from frameworks of consumerism and religiosity and extremism and hmm, artificial intelligenceism it's a marketing plan and we don't have to go for it the power of image to impact Our imagination has been in full effect since we came onto this planet or from this planet more likely since we got into relationship with this planet and ourselves it is image which allows us to navigate image as a faculty of imagination And in the case of imagination, to be able to see and perceive and behold and envision that which has not yet been made real, to project into the potential futures and see what we find there and what we create there and how we can be in relationship with our imagination. The power over structures have been working with the coercive structures to impact the imagination of the people so that instead of being able to think our thoughts we're thinking thoughts that they serve us instead of being able to make our decisions about our family we're told what we should be doing an entire generation of women stopped breastfeeding when an image campaign came out which lauded formula over the essential breast milk for babies. Mostly only the people who couldn't afford formula or didn't have access to that advertising or who were too poor for formula stayed with the food of breast milk image. The removal of images of the feminine from the central community spaces and places of worship has created thousands of years of a construct that includes mostly images that do not include the feminine. These are two examples, but they're connected with the feminine and the way that the image of the feminine Has been shifted and changed over time as a form of manipulation. I think you know what I'm talking about in your own world. How much we've been influenced by image, including the image of ourselves that we carry inside of our consciousness, our self image, which informs how we treat ourselves and self love and the relationships jobs and things that we choose are all connected with this thing called self-image but self-image is so much more than just how you think about yourself when you look in the mirror or when you eat too much food or as you notice the gray hair at your temple it's so much more than how you think about how you look to you and others it's an entire almost invisible construct self-image it's one of the reasons we focus so much on the creation of an image so that you can reclaim image for yourself. Image claiming isn't always a reclaiming because some people never experienced having access to image from the perspective of their imagination. Their imagination has been filled with the images of others and we try to fill our homes and our lives and our visits to the park and the museum with images of beauty images that make us feel uplifted how I've been feeling as we drive through Sonoma County and the images of the wildflowers after heavy rains and letting those images soak into my imagination such that in a moment's notice I can actually reimagine those wildflowers I'm seeing them right now to claim the faculty of your imagination is less like taking a giant step outside your mind And more like taking a giant step inside of all of you, inside of all of you. Creativity is one way that imagination gets expressed in form and creativity largely comes from the faculty of imagination and the somatic sensation of the body. Making the invisible visible and expressing it out in the world through music, dance, pottery, cooking, gardening, painting, loving. Image is something that we interact with every day, all the time, if you are someone someone with sight. Image is a part of who we are as human beings. In this study of those who have experienced near death, one of the qualities which persistently shows up in the experience when the person is in the in-between space is a faculty for seeing, even if they didn't have that faculty on earth were legally blind or impaired when they were in the near-death experience space. That space in the in-betweens They had access to vision and image. Image is a part of how we're designed. I think of imagination as a human faculty that we either really occupy or we don't. All of us are using imagination all the time. The question is how are we using it? Do we have enough access? And what do we do when... Our imagination gets taken over by largely images served up by others. And I say this often, but others that we wouldn't invite to our dinner table. I only want images in my consciousness that are from people and situations and stories that I would want to be with. And I reject the images that are served up which are trying to coerce or dominate my imagination. But this takes curation. This takes design and time and care to occupy your imagination. For some of us, for the first time, and for some of us are reoccupying from childhood. When we're very little and we're drawing, we're drawing from inside, The child doesn't look outside to see what to duplicate in nature for quite a while. They've been with their crayons for a long, long time before they start trying to, in essence, duplicate what they see outside and bring it to the page. When I work with mamas and children, I'm continually talking about the important moment when the child begins to reflect outside by looking outside they were already reflecting outside like they paint or draw their dog or their house or the tree or the cat and they're drawn from an image reference but they're not necessarily looking at that thing when they're drawing it on the page but there's a moment in development that comes at different stages and ages anywhere from five to ten depending on the development of the child when they automatically start looking outside for reference to duplicate what they are creating on their page now this looking outside for reference is absolutely natural The child shapes their words by the shape of their parents' mouths as they say, moon, dog, cereal, grass, tree, pillow, bunny. The child learns through looking at their mothers and fathers and whoever's in their home shapes of their faces as they form the words with their teeth and their tongue and their lips they have been looking but their internal seeing is still intact and there's something that happens later when we start looking outside as if we're trying to duplicate what's out there there needs to be education about how to keep the image that exists inside of their consciousness and pair it with the image that they are making outside through their viewing of external references. If we're looking at a tree, we need to look at the external tree in nature and pair it with the internal tree inside, how it feels. And then the tree that we create is a reference of both the internal and external visibility But when we begin to only look outside, we start to have a challenge because what we're able to communicate on the page is distinct because we can't duplicate nature and we also can't create the image of ourselves inside by constantly looking outside for references about what we're supposed to look like and what we're supposed to be doing. What our hair and our face and our body and our clothing and our cars are supposed to look like is an external image gone wrong. We must reclaim the internal images for ourselves and define ourselves for ourselves. And this is the faculty of imagination. And so today or whenever you choose, I invite you to a new beginning where imagination is a domain that you occupy by choice and that you begin to curate it for yourself to not just accept what imagination is doing now but actually to inhabit what imagination could be doing for us with us imagination helps us see a better world for you and me and all beings. Imagination helps us envision a life that is more aligned with our soul. Imagination helps us visualize the abundance we need to maintain our lives and our businesses, even when we're not necessarily feeling it now. Imagination helps us so much with our mental health, To be able to see and feel and remember a different time. Because imagination is connected with memory. But here's the astonishing thing about trauma and memory. How it all functions. It just serves us up. Challenging images. Unrequested by us when we've had trauma. Those images are served and imprinted in our imagination through our memory and they come up whether we want them to or not and we don't know what to do with this persistence of of the image that appears when we are catalyzed or triggered. We must occupy our imagination, dear ones. This is the revolution. This is the call to action This is my kitty right now, Diego, playing as he imagines a real mouse. And he does. Imagination. Imagination brings things closer to us. Yes, sometimes for for manifestation, but sometimes in other ways. After the Moonrise Service on Sunday evening, I was wishing so much to see a rabbit as it was connected to the Easter story. And I was like, rabbit, bunny rabbits and Easter, not just consumerism, because this is when we will see rabbits. And within five minutes, I saw the rabbit coming across the road. Did I create that rabbit or was, would that rabbit be there if I wasn't looking or was the fact that I was looking making the rabbit closer to me, who knows? But in my body and mind, I wanted so much to see a rabbit. No, I don't believe I created the rabbit, but I do believe I created the opportunity for myself to be present to the moment the rabbit appeared before us. And then yesterday, a musette I kid you not, a giant rabbit like the size of a small dog, red rabbit jumped into the gallery. And I was like, oh my gosh, there you are, Easter Bunny. I've pulled a rabbit out of my hat. There you are. And eventually the person connected with the rabbit came in and started running the rabbit out of the gallery and the rabbit ran outside and around the person and came right back into the gallery. The rabbit came into the gallery three times and then just lay down in the doorway at Musette. My friend Shannon said to me, This is high magic. And I said, Indeed. Now, I'm not saying that I created the rabbit, but what did happen there and how is my imagination? Impacting the field around me. Just because we get tired of law of attraction ideas and the privileged continuing to manifest their privilege. Let us not neglect the power of imagination and wishing and dreaming and what happens inside of our bodies when we want to create or see something different. Don't we want to create a world where we understand this is already paradise? Everything beautiful and needful has already been given. Everything in the hierarchy of needs is already here. Earth, air, sun, water, plant, animal, creature, human, being, and bunny. It's all already here. Su Sellers used to say, there's nothing wrong with the world. It's how we are living in it. I am idealistic. I am utopian. I do live much of my life in the pleasure of seeing that I am in a paradise. To see my own enclosed backyard as a kind of paradise. That is a choice. That when I can inhabit that paradise, I do When I imagine my backyard is an extension of my home and it's like another living room and I sit out there and I'm like, this is a part of my house in nature. It's my choice to interact with it as an environment and yes, a privilege because I know that so many of us are without homes at this time. But when we are without the things we need, can we still use the power of our imagination, not to deny reality now, but to envision and bring images of wellness to ourselves so that we can get the courage to face another day so that we can move through trauma patterns and cycles so that we can give our body a break from only seeing bleakness and bitterness. Imagination is part of the faculty of a human being's capacity to visualize the potentials. When Einstein says the field is the sole governing agency of the particle, well, the imagination is happening in the field and in the particle, in the field around the human and in the soma. Imagination takes place everywhere in the body, in the soul, in the identity. I feel like I'm making a plea right now. For each one of us to understand the power of our imagination and to choose as being part of the revolution and evolution to inhabit our imagination. This is a call to revolution and evolution and to invite you into your imagination. Here at Musea, we are in a cycle of focusing on the power of imagination. There are so many ways that you can join us. So many complimentary educational experiences. There are business experiences. There are creative day-long experiences. There are several month-long painting experiences if you want to do imagination the way that we do, come and play with us. Come into the iMusea app. It's complimentary and there once a week I post an invitation called Let the Muse Choose and it's an invocation to your imagination, to play in community, to be a part of the village, to join us in the quantum commons. As I speak to you, I feel this sense of deep desire to share with you the power of inhabiting your imagination, and I hope you will join us in this in whatever way you feel called. In this exact moment, I invite you to enter the realm of your imagination and understand that this is a faculty that every single human being has. And you have it, and it isn't limited to the creative people. It's everyone's faculty. It's innate, an innate faculty of your origins as a human. You are imagination lived out in your life. Your life is a reflection of your imagination and how it works with your life choices. Can you imagine shifting the patterns that you have now into patterns that are healthier and more joyful for you? Can you imagine and shift the framework that even though we're going through such hard times as a species and a planet, can you still see it and feel it at times as paradise? Can you imagine that you are a part of a quantum commons here at Musea? can you allow the power of inhabiting your imagination to bring relief to your body just for cycles of time not all day long for 15 minutes or an hour or several hours can you choose with me to occupy the fullness of your imagination even if you don't know how that works yet it starts with your yes to a new beginning because you are imagining a new beginning as possible, and it becomes possible because it is your choice to keep moving toward newness while you integrate and compost what is already so in your life. So may we step forward across this threshold of imagination together as a community And yes, imagine the world our hearts long for. But I also invite you to imagine the world that you hope for, for you in your life right now. And that's what I'm doing in my life right now. There are so many beautiful things and so many impossible things in my life right now. And I must bring in imagination to show me the way through. Most often I do this through the way that I orchestrate our business and the way that I teach our classes and this moment with you. Having tea with the muse with you. Inviting you to the Kira Council. Inviting you to spend time in our membership circles It's all an invitation from my imagination. Everything that you see in Musea is sparked by my imagination and Jonathan's imagination and all of the leaders' imagination that are here. It's all, it's all from our imagination made into form. We imagine being with you and here you are. Not all imagination brings forward the dreams of our heart, but the faculty of it is the place to begin. And so may we together create new beginnings through the power of our collective and sovereign imagination. Much love to you, dear ones, and I will see you in the next circle.